Welcome to Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats. I'm Case. And uh, this is episode one. So uh, if you're listening to this and this actually is episode one, then keep listening. If you're going back to listen to the old arcade episodes, the future ones are much better. I recommend skipping to say, what do you think, Case? Episode 00 beta is the best episode we ever had. Well, that's true, but that is the secret unreleased uh, we'll we'll play that on the hundredth episode. All right, but uh, yeah, future episodes. I would say episode forty-five, brilliant. That was that was a good one. That was a good one. That guest speaker we had, I oh, think, oh. Um, right the thirty-eight minute mark. Uh, yeah, that was the start of it. it like and then it continued. It was like a, a rocket, man. After thirty-eight minutes, mm-hmm. the first day of minutes though, when you were talking, horrible. I can't believe. You know what happened, frankly. I mean, with the, you know, well, Microsoft yeah. going out of business, it was just terrible. You know, and Nintendo buying Sony, what crazy just, shit. It was crazy. Ah, oh, one of our best episodes. Anyways, back to this one. How you been? Brilliant. You've been brilliant. And so you're British now as well, I see. Yes, I uh, without an accent. Yeah. So, um, so I guess what have you been playing? Not that freaking much. Um, so, I don't know. It must have been demo week or something for me. I played some Dungeon Siege 3, which I had high hopes for. And even the demo, I had to turn off halfway through it, even though it was a fucking demo because it was bad. Really? Uh, well, I do forward to that game. I don't know if it was bad or if it was just I am on a point of too much fantasy games being played, role-playing games. I don't know. But I just did not have fun. And I, I, I will admit, though, Dungeon Siege, I've always played with uh, Coach Co-op, so maybe that, I was missing that give and take. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it basically killed any thought of me buying it. So bad demo choice. Well, uh, uh, see, that's probably why I skip demos, because I, they, I think they give a bad representation of games a lot of times. I've played a lot of demos, and they try to just give you this such a small piece. I mean... You know, before this generation, you didn't have the demos. You just had, you know, quick commercials and whatever. And those those you weren't are great. wrong. We what? had demos. We have had oh. demos since you're just not a PC gamer, mofo. I've had shareware and freeware demos up my ass. Yes, I know. Pay for the key code, get it you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the majority of the people listening to this podcast who aren't 500 years old. Hey, we'll talk this a later, but they probably are 500 years old. Well, fantastic. Thanks well, anyhow, we'll continue talking about these horrible demos because I have another demo I was playing this week, um, which is a Duke Nukem Forever demo because I am a freak who bought the Ultimate Super Edition boob-tastic, um, you know, comes with the collector's bust edition. So I got the free, you know, the, the early access to the demo. The sucker edition. Yes. Well, because of Amazon, it only cost me like 40 bucks, so I didn't really care. Um, I actually... I thought the demo was exactly what I expected, which is a, a PC shooter ported to consoles that has really poor aiming and might not be fun whatsoever. But it was Duke Nukem, so I have to buy it. And I'm going to spoil an opening scene for you because it was... But is I, it the first five seconds? It's it's not the first five seconds. It's like the first ten minutes. So it's not maybe not even a spoiler, but I, I got to say it because I love the fact that this was in it because it's one of the... One of my personal dreams of life to happen. So, 
when you first play it, you're playing the um, ending of the original one. You know, where you're on that football field and you're fighting the big dude at the end yep. of the original one, uh-huh. which is now a spoiler, I guess, for anyone who's never played Duke Nukem. I think, the, anyway. I think the spoiler time <laughs> elapse is yeah. on that one. All right. It's been so, like 15 years. <laughs> so you beat this this that guy again for the second time, you know, and then it like kind of zooms out from the like from a TV, and Duke Nukem is actually playing the Duke, original Duke Nukem game, you know, and saying, "Oh, this is badass," right? And you're like, "Oh wow, he's playing this game," and then you notice that he's actually getting a blowjob by two girls dressed in uh, schoolgirl outfits as he was playing the game. Uh, and yes, that is one of my all-time fantasies: is to get some, to get some uh, blowjob while gaming. So that sold me on Duke Nukem right there. And I also bought it for my dad for Father's Day. You know, I, there's I see a trend here. One, you're easily amused. Two, oh wait, something shiny. You always buy every game you state on this podcast for your father. Yes, you know, I'm gonna throw a third one in there. You have the exact same mindset as our listeners. That's probably why... Boobies! Uh, yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, there's a gun and a boob! Listen, I also love the fact that they made the freaking Flash game before the demo release where you would contest women to who could shoot different target, like different uh, shooting contests. You know, like most stupid Flash games, like targets would flip up and you'd shoot them. And as you beat the girl, she would slowly strip off, take a piece of clothing off. Um, and if you did the the manly version you would uh she would strip down to just panties and then after you beat her you'd unlock uh some pictures of her that was awesome <laughs> no you know you know you can see real naked women no you can I, I i get stuck in this room and no i mean even even on the internet if you need to no these are real women on the internet too they're real they're real people stripping sure sure they are yeah no the, the, the people in your head are real too i hope so because they tell me what to do and then they tell you to burn things. They do, specifically things that you own. So, and then lastly, the last thing I played this week was I because PSN's back up, the store that is. I was able to download Infamous and started playing it. And I don't know what I did when I first started playing it, but somehow I made it so all the controls got inverted. And so at first I was really fucking pissed off that the controls sucked until I realized that they were just inverted. Um, I don't know. I don't see why this game is any better than Prototype. Yet, I only played it for like 30 minutes, so maybe when the story unfolds, it would become obvious to me. So, Are you done? Cause I, I am. Waiting. Okay. Um, you can interrupt. The fact that yeah. you used Infamous and Prototype in the same sentence? They're the same fucking game. They are not the same game at all. Prototype I is I horrible. don't have any powers, and then I earn powers, and it's an open world. All right, one, <laughs> one, one. You're some kind of genetic freak, and the other one you're turned into a superhero. It just Infamous is by far a better game. It's better executed. It's a better story. If Prototype had a, a few tweaks done to it, it, it could have been a much better game. But it was repetitive, repetitive, repetitive to a fault. Um, I just found I played both of the games all the way through, a hundred percent. So no one can say like, well, you, you just didn't play it till the end. Uh, and I found Infamous much more enjoyable. And the thing is that I played Infamous first, then I got Prototype because I liked Infamous so much. And people were saying like, oh, it's the same game. I was like, yes, I want more of the same. So I went into it with even a positive 
attitude, not like, oh, this game is just a ripoff. I was like, yes, more Infamous. And I didn't like it. And then when they announced there's going to become an Infamous 2, I was excited. And then they said, oh, they're going to make a Prototype 2. I was like, why? Who's asking for Prototype 2? Prototype 2. Besides you, apparently. And Listen, listen. I have, I'm not saying yet that it's a worse game or, or a Prototype's a better game. I'm just saying in the first 30 minutes I've played about the game, there's nothing to me yet that makes one better than the other. Yeah, 30, 30 minutes of a game. So essentially... You asked what I'm currently playing. You didn't ask me to review a game. The, the, I'm the, telling you what I'm currently playing. I'm currently playing Infamous. I'm 30 minutes in, and right now I don't see the difference. And I personally don't like the main character right now. So I hate the fact that he's trying to sound like The Rock or Diesel. Van Diesel. I think we should add a new oh, section Van to Diesel. Look at me, Chucky Fingers. We should uh, add a new section to the website. We call it Matt's 30-Minute Reviews. Hey. And all you do is just play a game for 30 minutes, and you just stay. Whether you like it or hey, not. If no, it. You know what? I also fucking wouldn't play Final Fantasy because everyone else said, oh, just play for four hours and you'll get good. I'm not fucking playing a game four hours so it gets good. It's maybe good in the first 30 minutes. Are you talking about 13? Yes, I guess so. I don't know. I never played it. <laughs> Man, if you got to the good part in four hours, you were flying because it didn't get yes. good till like almost the last chapter where it actually opened up. But I, I played that game all the way through as well. I'm and proud the- of you. I'm glad you're really good at playing really bad games the whole way through. And ignoring you, because... Speaking of playing all your games through, what have you been playing, Mr. Bats? Th- thanks for asking, Case. It's a great question. <laughs> well, what I've been playing is uh, I've been playing some Infamous 2. Uh, don't tell me anything about it, because you'll spoil Infamous 1 for me. Well, I wasn't going to spoil it anyway since it just came out for anybody. But what I have to say is, so far, um, I, I like it, but I liked the first one, at the, if I was saying at the same point, more. That might be because uh, just the way the story developed and um, you know, Infamous obviously leaves off. Uh, two starts where Infamous 1 leaves off, so... Uh, it's got that continuation, you know, so kind of mid-season. Um, and, of course, I'm also the type of person that likes to do all the side quests and go around and start collecting all the blast shards and doing all the things that aren't necessarily part of the main story first. So um, I'm, you know, missing out on that, that story arc probably. Uh, so I'm going to play through, you know, this this time on good, uh, get all the, the shards and, and stuff like that and, and play through, try to enjoy it more. And then the second playthrough, play it on... Uh, evil because evil's always easier because you don't have to worry about not killing, killing people yeah civilians and whatnot so play through on that um second time the other game uh, hang on, hang on. i, I want to bring up something about your uh, okay. um, uh your wonderful game of infamous 2 mm-hmm. that the one thing that did that has bugged me about the first one since i'm playing it right now for the first time is that it's blatant obvious bad versus good choices that kind of bugs me. It's like it freezes and says, "If I do this, I'm evil. If I do this, I'm good. What should I do?" It's like, oh, can't I just do it and then, like, you affect me? Don't stop the game and tell me the two choices. That's just me. Yeah, in the first game, it does whack you over the head with the moral choices, and you got to remember when that game came out, moral choices was the the thing. I mean, uh-huh. Mass Effect, everything was just all about moral choices. And but Mass so Effect they, they, didn't fucking whipping like across the face with a whip every time I was making a choice though 
They kind of did. I mean, especially in two. I mean, you had either pulled the renegade button or the I don't know the blue button on on the the other side because they never pulled. Well, that that was that was only that those those were only the specific points. You could all your conversation also took you towards renegade and non renegade. Not everything was those quick time events. Well, the the good thing is that in two they don't smack you over the head as hard with the moral choices, so they don't have that kind of freeze frame like. If I do this, I can do this. You know, he doesn't talk in his gravelly voice and say, like, this is good, this is bad. Um, but they're not as seamless as maybe, you know, in a conversation you might, in Mass Effect, you might accidentally say something. But the, but the problem with Mass Effect is that um, with, with those choices, when they were talking, a lot of times I, I didn't want to go and have him say the, what he said. So you, you would, you know, you only got to see the first few lines of a sentence and he, it would be like... I don't think that's a good idea. And be like, I don't think that's a good idea. And take out his gun. And all of a sudden you'd be like, whoa, that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. I, I always got pissed off. I'm like, but that said, no, not shoot dude in fucking face. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm just threatening him with the gun instead of shooting him. So um, so I, I think there's a happy medium. Um, so far, I'm, I'm satisfied with the choices because I want to be able to go fully one way or the other. And at, at least I know what decision <laughs> I make is going to make it that way and not and not be you know it's not 100 simply i'm not saying that it's not obvious but it's not smacking you over the head like the first one was well anyhow enough so, yeah so the um the other games i've been playing is one of them is a uh, episodic game i've been playing for for some time actually it's uh back to the future um if, if you haven't been playing this game case it's also on the computer so Oops. you can play it on the computer yeah, because that's the novel idea: games on a computer. Right. Well, this is this is a game by Telltale, and it's a it's your you know point and click adventure game. It's 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 fun. It's really great. I mean, you know, these are the guys who did Sam and Max, um, and they decided to do a five episode Back to the Future game. It takes place after the last Back to the Future movie, and, and so far it's been really good. I just finished episode three. And I just downloaded episode four. So there's one more after this. I have to play episode four, obviously, um, still. But so far, I've enjoyed it. I mean, one, nostalgia. I mean, the first time you start that up and you hear the little the little music and you see the, the, the car and you hear the sound of the door. It's called a DeLorean. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Um, DeLorean. Yes, I know. It's made of stainless steel. It helped the time flux, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm sure all our fans are screaming at their mics right now. Um, <laughs> so it's great. And then also the character they got uh, to to do Michael J. Fox's part of Marty. Um, I don't know if anybody's probably a lot of people have seen this on the Internet. Uh, he sounds exactly like him. Does he shake and, also? Not cool, dude. Too soon. Too soon. Too <laughs> soon. I'm sorry. Um, no. <laughs> He's playing Marty from 1986. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he, do, he does a voice. He does a perfect. And actually, I saw in a, a recent news article that Michael J. Fox is actually going to play a character in one of the future episodes. I'm guessing episode five. Um, they don't say what part he's going to play. I think he'll probably play a descendant or maybe an old Marty or something, um, which I think will be interesting. Uh, to just have him in there. I mean, at the credits, they they have his um, his Michael J. Fox uh, foundation and stuff. So I think he's been been part of it. So overall, I think it's it's a, it's a good game. They're they're really short. You can blast through an episode in about two hours. 
So, uh, you know, if if you're out there, I think I, I paid 15 bucks for, for all five. So it was, it was a bundle deal. It was really good. So it's, it, it's a good game when you just want to get through something and get to the end of the story and these little bits, almost like in um, Alan Wake, you know how they had the chapters? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it's good like that. It has a nice breaking point at the end of each chapter where you're like, oh, okay, but you want to play the next one, but you you can wait. And the last game I played was, so after I played Back to the Future, I was like, man, I'm really gone. I'm on this, this, you know, adventure point and click kick. Like I was, you know, I really wanted to essentially go out and uh, play, you know, King's Quest and Space Quest and just go back, you know, to the 80s and play all those old Sierra games uh, on the computer. Uh, I just was getting that, you know, Monkey Island, all that stuff. Yeah, and so I was I was looking for one, and then on the um, on the PlayStation they have one called the uh, Red Johnson's Chronicles. Yes, it's, just, it's like a detective story. You know, I played it. I played it all the way through. Uh, I w- I wasn't really a fan. I have to say. I mean, uh, it was pretty much go into an area, you know, click around, find your stuff, and then uh, the it would go black and white and that would signal that you were about to enter a quick time event and you know, someone would catch you trying to break into a safe and they point a gun at you and if you don't hit the button in time to shoot you, you know, it was, so it was kind of contrived and I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I, I powered through just to finish it, just to, to see it. And at the end, I, when, when at the end of a, a game like that, like a, a investigation story, um, when you're like, this is the person who did it, you expect some kind of, you know, reveal, big ending, yeah, you know, yeah. arrest, Columbo style. But no, it's just like, I'm you all... got it correct. Here's the credits. Like I, I usually do uh, the clue style, but... Yeah, so it, there was not a big finale. It was... So what you're saying is it's not worth the $15. The Red Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> no, the big Red Johnson is not worth the $15. Yeah, I just realized that was pretty funny, too. <laughs> um... No, but I also got it because I'm a PlayStation Plus member. I only paid eleven bucks for it, and still wasn't. It was, it's not worth eleven bucks. I, I'm a I'm a PlayStation Plus member right now. Yeah, so is everybody else. <laughs> so you can get that game. If that game was four ninety nine, maybe I get it. But I would just get it to totally just trophy it out. I would just pull out a fact and just plow through it a hundred percent. Bang. Yeah, well, I, I I probably won't be getting it. I have too many other stuff I want to play. Yeah, definitely. Especially with Duke next week, and I got some uh, demos to play this week. Oh, and I have Infamous now. Oh, I all, by the way, just so you know, I did get um, Dead Nation, not Little B- Big Planet. Nice. Based on your advice, so if I don't like it, I will find you. Good. Well, um, it's a great uh, couch co-op game. That That was the real reason I got it, so... I'll see what happens. But mostly for dudes, Couch Club, not so much chicks. Yeah, and since my chick abilities right now is pretty bad. I don't know why. I dress up like snake eyes and I go walking around town. No chicks talk to me. I don't understand it. Mm. Mm. You're, not, you're not solving enough crimes or, or, or fighting enough uh, henchmen. It's probably, that is probably the problem. Mm. Well, no, some, yeah, some people like that. It's true. You did get married somehow. I mean, uh, Buddha. Yeah. Popular. He's got a belly. Yeah, he's popular. Tenly, not all Buddhas have bellies, by the way. Anyhow. Thank, uh, thank you for the uh, 
the spiritual advice there about Buddha. Buddha. There's more than one Buddha. So let's move on, Chief. That would be you, Bats. You're Chief. Oh, all right. All right, Case. Chum. Just don't call uh, me Chumley. I'll call you Shirley. Excellent. I do like my panties. Uh, so, you know, nothing's been going on lately, right? No news? Nothing? Not really. I mean, I, I heard a few little things. Nothing? Yeah, I know. It's been it's been kind of dead. It's like, I swear, all the podcasts I usually listen to, which is only this one, um, haven't been recording lately. Like, it's like they all went somewhere. Yeah, like, it seemed like all, like, project managers from the game industry are, they're not answering their phones. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, wait. You know what I think it might be? What? E motherfucking three, baby. E three. What is this? E three. I will kill you. So tell me what the the three E's stand for. I don't know. Electronics, 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 bitch. Hmm. Hmm. A three looks like an E backwards. Yes, and your fucking face with the hockey stick in it may look prettier too. Do you really I- not? The funny part is, it's ten that stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo, but then they also call it E3 Expo. So really, it stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo Expo. It's true. Well, it's just like when people say, "I have to go to the ATM machine." I don't say that. I say the Mac machine. Okay. It's a money access center, biatch. That's because you're three hundred years old. Like I said before, <laughs> no. they give you stone clams. It's a Western Pennsylvania thing. Thank you. Okay. Well, two people are just dying laughing. Then. Shut up. So anyhow, E3. E3. So. Well, I'm more excited about E3, or is it just that that E3 was pretty boring? Um. You know, I have to say, I, I think last year was more exciting. This year, I wasn't as excited. Yeah, I, I could. I actually totally forgot it was coming up. No, just kidding. I knew it was coming up, but that, there, there, nothing I, happened at this E3. Well. All right, there are some big news things to talk about, and we will talk about them. But overall, so you, even the big stories, I think overall, and we'll, we'll get to each each one of these. We'll talk about the big three um, companies uh, in a second. But I think we pretty much, at least you and I, and maybe this is just because we're, we're closer in the industry, pretty much knew everything that was going to come out. And, I mean, it wasn't a secret. If anybody really wanted to know, they could, they could just look for it. You would have to essentially go in there blind uh, and not have been looking around the internet at all to to, to realize what was what was coming yeah. out. I mean, mostly the big things that I learned were more release date based stuff. Like I knew, oh, this is coming out. I just don't know when. You know, we know this is coming out. We just don't know when. There was a, there was a few games that were announced that I didn't. I was like, oh, what is this game? But really, there's if it's a sequel, uh, we knew about it, and we knew about it for a while. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you drop some knowledge on me about Microsoft? Because I don't remember what they talked about. Oh, I know what they talked about. You know what they talked about? Yeah, they're, they're coming out with two more Halo games. Who <laughs> would have thunk it? Who I, doesn't love Halo? I would raise my hand, but no one would see it. Um, yeah, so I guess first off, for everyone out there who's never played Halo 1, because you know there's, there's two monkeys in the zoo somewhere that just got released... They're re-releasing Halo uh, Combat Evolved Anniversary, so it's now Halo CEA, I guess, um, to the 360. 
It's going to have, I think they said controls are going to be a little tweaked and graphics updated and some new maps. Uh, don't know why anyone would want to get this, in all honesty. Uh, Halo was great when it came out, but I really don't think that's a game that's, to me personally, survived the ages. Well, I heard they're going to be using the uh, Halo Reach engine on it, so maybe that'll help. Eh, eh, maybe. Like I said, it's not it's not a graphics thing to me. It's not a gra- that Whenever I want to play a game that came out X years ago, it's not because of graphics. It's because of gameplay itself or because of the story. Um, like, I will play old... If someone calls me up at any moment and says, hey, let's play some Counter-Strike, I will play the original Counter-Strike because the game was awesome. Halo... Yeah. Do you know it's been 10 years since the original Halo came out? Well, now I do. I knew it was some long time. 10 years. Yes. So That was on the, the original Xbox. I I knew that. And you know what? It's still is the story is boring. And by the way, if anyone wants to argue with me, it's case at thronecontrollers.com. I'm sure they'll send lots of uh, agreements and non-angry threatening letters I don't know I'm just you know what I, maybe maybe raising this halo thing does not make me want to hug koala bears is because I'm really really feeling tired of sequels I speaking I, of that I want to count all the sequels that they've that were announced at E3 because it, it I want to hear more about the fact that Master Chief is back tell me about that he's back in Halo 4. Look at that. Yay. So, at the end of 3, when we thought he was done, he's back? Yeah, amazing, isn't it? They There's this cash cow, and somebody wants to make money, so they bring that cash cow back again from the dead. Um, you know Spider-Man died before, too? Uh, it, it's amazing that uh, that he's back, isn't it? Superman, I think, died as well. Well, I don't think he, I think that was a side, and not in the real universe. But yes, Batman has died. Everyone has died. But then they realize that hey, that's a lot of fucking money we threw out the door. So let's bring him back. Um, you know who's really good at that? Activision. They like to milk their cash cows until no one ever wants to buy their games again. Um, Guitar Hero, for example, uh, is a great way to ruin uh, a brand. So well. We we all know Activision is terrible. I mean, they're they're the ones who got a bunch of IPs, including uh, the the game that came out last year, the Ghostbusters game, and they got rid of them because they said they weren't annualizable. Like yes. in other words, we can't make a bunch of sequels each year for you to buy until you want to not buy this anymore. Yes, exactly, and and I don't know. The only way to me, Halo 4, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'll probably be buying it the day it comes out, but um, the, to me, they have to do something to a wow moment. Because it's also said that this is going to kick off another trilogy. But there has to be some kind of gameplay change. There's got to be. Like, Reach did not do anything to the gameplay. It just made it sexy. You know? Um, I don't know if it's going to be cover if it's going to at least make everything on the fucking screen destru- destructible, you know, take off from, like, Battlefield or or uh, Red Faction, where everything is destroyable, something needs to make this game relevant to me again. Do you want, you want, me, to, you want me to tell you? What? So, at the end of 3, you know how 
Master Chief is out in that little pod. Yes. Right. Yes. So this, and this is this is this is a this is a new scoop. Okay, this is the story of Halo yes. Four. Yes. So that pod re-enters an atmosphere of a planet. When Master Chief gets out, the planet is a planet full of talking apes. Ooh, okay. I like yeah. this. No. And they have totally taken over the whole planet. Wow. But to spoil it at the end, it turns out he's back on reach and they blow. That is a that would be a story to to, to read. That's what happened. So um, well, really, what's your honest opinion about this Halo Four thing? Other than do you, do you really are you excited that there's a Halo Four? No, I mean I think it's it's Halo Four, and to quote Spaceballs, it's the search for more money. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's they and know it, it makes money and they want it to make money. I mean, Bungie pretty much walked away from it. It's, yeah, I was gonna say it's not even Bungie. So it's um, three forty three. Is that what they're three forty three? Yeah, so even Bungie was like, we're not. We're, we're, we don't want to beat this dead horse. I mean, it's to start off with, yes, Halo 1 on the original Xbox, innovative shooter, it definitely, uh, you know, up there with, you know, Golden Eyes, bring a shooter and competitive shooters out to the masses. Yes. 100%. Story, was it there? It was, it was in the background, but it was definitely jammed through. You put that game out today which they're going to actually, but if you put it out today, it would get terrible reviews. People would say, oh, it's just another bro shooter, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and the nostalgia, I think, from that original just got traveled forward because when I played Halo 2, I thought it was terrible. Uh, it just and and a lot of people that even are Halo fans will say, tell you that Halo 2 is terrible. Yeah, I think that's like one of those, like, that's like Spider-Man 3. It just doesn't exist. Or Rocky 5. Yes. So I, I do like the street fighting in Rocky Five. And there is no Rocky Five. Oh wait, it's called uh, Balboa. There's no Rocky Five. It's called Rocky. Isn't there a Rocky Five? Nope, no Rocky Five. What was a remake? Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> wow. Yes, I'm slow. Fuck that one. There's no Rocky Five. So what else happened at the Microsoft? Uh, now they don't. Call, they're not even calling press conferences anymore. Each person calls like a extravaganza or media briefing. They all have I, to say something different now. I call it. Look, we have lots of TVs on the, on their stage. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of games announced. You know, the games you knew what Gears Three, Mass Effect Three. Um, you know, in their whole like, hey, we're gonna be using Connect to do certain things. Um, you know, like Mass Effect Three, you're gonna be able to actually say. The different cho- uh, dialogue choices, and it will like pick them. Uh, I think you can send, you can actually, you know, your commands out for your teammates to follow. Um, In Mass Effect, yes, yeah, and I, I was thinking about that myself. I think, I don't think I'm going to like that because well, you don't have to use it. No, I think screaming at my TV is just going to make me look like a lunatic. Well, see, the problem is I already scream at my TV, so this is going to add to my lunacy. So it's not that really different for me. The problem is it it's going to be specific commands like and, yeah I know what I want to be like hey dumbass move over there you know I don't want to have to say like move twelve parsecs to the left or something. Yeah. Well, you, you know what game it reminds me of is oh crap when I say that I don't remember the title of the game right now but there was that um, RTS that came out I think it was a three sixty game um, where you could you basically controlled everything via the headset 
and saying commands to it. Like, so you'd be like, unit A, go to Delta B. And, like, it, they would drive over there and, like, attack target C. I know what game you're talking about, and, and I'm drawing a blank, too, because it came up for the um, PlayStation 3 as well. It's like uh, something combat. Yes. Listeners, write in and tell us what that game End is. War. End War. End War. That's what it was. Yes. yes. Yeah, you, you uh, attack enemy B or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I tried that, and I felt like an idiot. I didn't feel like an idiot. I just thought the game sucked, but... It did um, suck, too. <laughs> for an RTS, it was, it was pretty bad. And the funny thing is, RTS is exactly where you'd want something like that for. But... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm worried. I'm worried about some of these connect uh, features. Like the one that I didn't mind that I thought was uh, kind of interesting. I, and I don't remember which game it was for right now. Oh, Ghost Recon, where they have like a minority port feature to upgrade your weapon. So you kind of like do like the hand gesture and the weapon comes apart and you can like grab pieces and throw them off and put other pieces in and like collapse the weapon back down. Kind of interesting concept. I would like to do it once and then I would probably want a menu to select the upgrades from after that um of course maybe i'm just a lazy mofo i'm not sure i think it's i think it is that it's a gimmick it's a it's a demo piece yeah um now we'll have to see and then the other big game the big the probably actually is the biggest game in my mind that they announced because like I, I knew about the other ones this is the one i did not know about i think we agree both on this it, uh, i don't know about that you know what game we're gonna say no, I, it's the only one for Connect that really, I think, shined. I don't, I don't know if you're going to agree with me. The game I'm about to say was Rise. The game I was going to say was Sesame Street. Well, that's just because it's by the one of the best game developers in the history of the world. Well, but, right, but I guess we don't agree on the game that shined. Fine, you tell no, me about your game. Well, Double Fine is awesome. So we'll start with your game. Double Fine rocks. I love everything Double Fine touches is great, and Sesame is awesome, and yes, it's going to have Connect, so that's going to be great. I was more interested, and I'll probably buy it too. I'm more interested in Rise because it's by um, Crytek. Crytek? How do you the the Crisis guys? I don't remember how to say their name. Crytek. Yes, all right. So, uh, and it's, you're in Rome, during it seems like a revolution. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if it's a historical revolution or it's just you're in Rome and there's fighting happening, so you're part of it. And it, you kind of go to a first person perspective and then do hand hand to hand combat against opponents using the connect. Could be really bad. Could be good. I would be very interested to see how well it can get detect your moves. Like the the trailer they show, the dude was like doing like a shield block and like like a you know a, a like attack and then pushing the guy backwards, like doing a lot of different hand motions and it was doing different attacks. But you know the fear to me is going to be like every Wii game where eventually you learn that the twist of your wrist is the best move and you just do that over and over and over again. So, but I, I thought that was a really interesting game. Um, it also might have helped that I already knew about the Sesame Street game, so that didn't surprise me. <laughs> you know what Connect game I was kind of looking forward to after last year that when I saw it again this year, I was really disappointed. What's that? Uh, the Star Wars one. You know, even last year I didn't, I wasn't really excited about it. I, it, I figured it was more of a tech demo at that point, and that a, they had a whole year to develop it and really flush it out, and it came out and. It was just, they're like, hey, you're on rails, and you have to, yeah, know, rock step to move, and yeah. the controls aren't really responsive, and uh, 
I was I was just I went from being like, yes, I need to get a connect to play this game to being like, I'm not going to get this game. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so um, what else did Microsoft talk about? Oh, and then they, there's some dashboard updates that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just changing the subject. I'm done talking about it. Um, what? There's some dashboards. It looked like they're they're at a TV. It's going to be finally coming to the 360. Of course, I, I don't remember any pricing or anything like that because I didn't really pay attention because it wasn't games. Uh, they, they're updating the dashboard to be all Connect friendly, which is going to be great because I, I, I don't mind the Connect dashboard because the voice commands. Um, and they're going to have Bing search now be available to the voice command so I can tell my TV to search for stuff. I guess that's cool. The, pro- the YouTube's finally going to be on the dashboard. Yay, we have YouTube. Whoopie-doo. Um, Trevor, was there anything else exciting that I'm, that I'm missing? I don't know. I think you're in the pit. You you sound very disappointed in Microsoft showing this year. Yes. I want a new console, damn it. Yeah. I'll, you know, I know that in the predictions you said, hey, I hope they show something <laughs> with the, quote, 720. But but. We knew that wasn't going to happen. They just rolled out the Kinect. They're gonna, they need. They were going to push this heavily. That's expecting Nintendo to not talk about the 3DS. Well, listen, they didn't talk about the 3DS. Um, I, I am disappointed. I know, I'm right. To me, Microsoft was the least important of the three that spoke this year. Uh, really, from you, that's a huge. That's a blow. Hey, I, I'm yes, but I mean the problem was is that. They're touting sequels, and I'm tired of sequels right now. So, yes, Halo 4 is probably a big deal to a lot of 360 fanboys, Microsoft fanboys. Yes, Gears of War 3 is a big deal, but, hey, we knew about that game for a while, you know? It's like, it's going to happen. It's Gears of War 2, but with little tweaks. So, I don't know. I was uh, I was on a train when I was reading all this stuff, and I wish the train would have jumped the tracks. So on a on a scale of one to five, what do you give Microsoft's conference? A three, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad. That's because you because know, it's like any rating system. It's flawed. Technically, technically a, a three is a six, and a six out of ten on a video game rating is a fail. So because I can't give it a one because it, it was technically a good like you watch it, you're like, hey, look, they're they're announcing stuff. Yay, they're not screwing up. Yes, they did. They, at, the, at the beginning, the guy unplugged his controller. They didn't like rape a little girl on stage, so it's okay. Uh, all right. Well, last year she was just petting Skittles. There was no rape. <laughs> I know, but still, you know what I'm saying. So I can't give it a one. A two is like would be you know. They like, showed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. They 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 were there. They Not had so announcements. Fair. They had Halo Four announcements. A big deal, technically. So it can't really be a two. That's fair. But in like four and five, you have to make something that actually makes me care about waking up tomorrow morning. That's fair. So, so now now we'll go move over to your fanboy world and talk about Sony. Well, you know, after you just you felt like you just ripped Microsoft bot, and you're supposed to be the one that loves Microsoft. So, it's um, I almost feel bad just telling you how much better I thought the Sony conference was. Yeah, well, that's because you you have your mouth around something. My microphone? Man, you use your microphone really weirdly. Yeah, well, it's a it's a new new type. Hmm. You can check it out. I'll do a review on it. Look, look for that. Is it called Fleshlight? 
No, and that doesn't go in your mouth. <laughs> oh, I must not be using it right. No, you're not. <laughs> not at all. So, to Sony's conference. Yes. They, uh... They announced, off, they announced some sequels. Well, of course. I mean, who who doesn't? I mean, we have to accept the fact that we're in sequels generate money. Everybody who says they want sequels, it's the same thing with movies, but... Hey. I really and and this is going off track again and almost back to Microsoft a little bit. I would rather see Sony and Microsoft take a little bit of a, a step and create a new IP. I would rather have something that was a little bit crazy. You know, they said uh, they had a uh, you know some penguin. I don't know, crazy flying superhero game i'd be like you know what i'll give that a try okay that sounds well, insane well see here's my thing like fine you do your sequels whatever but if you like a game like alan wake a game that's not a sequel that comes out i don't know why i picked alan wake by the way i just picked one out i tend to buy that game then i tend to talk to people and tell them to buy that game and then i tell more people to buy the game but like a game like Halo 4 or, or uh, whatever, well, I don't want to spoil your announcements, but any sequel that comes out, I'll buy it myself usually because I'm like, oh, yeah, this game looks fun. I had some fun playing it. But I would never tell anyone about it. Right. I don't know. It's just new IPs excite me, just like why I change women every week. That's true. Uh, so back on track, get this train going, with Sony – they did, of course, like you said, announce a bunch of uh, sequels as well. Um, but as we all expected, well, at least I did, first thing they came out and, and did was apologize, and they did, did it seriously. Um, we got to remember that this isn't just an event. E3 isn't just for the fanboys and whatnot. It's got investors. It's got retail people there. They essentially had to apologize to their business partners as well, and, and this was the best medium to do it. Um, and I think it was a good move. You know, some people saying, oh, they shouldn't have, re- shouldn't have recognized it. They should have just moved on. I think stepping out there, just getting, you know, pointing it out, saying yes, um, but not making light of the situation and then moving on. You know, just ex- accept that, yep, there was a problem, and boom. And uh, I think it was it was done well. Uh, after that, uh, they talked about quite a few things. Uh, the main The main thing that a lot of people are probably talking about is uh, the NGP. Now, we all knew that was that was uh, coming out, and they were going to talk about it. And a lot of people already knew what the name was going to be, and that's Vita, which uh, apparently, uh, according to uh, Microsoft, means life in Latin. Uh, you mean according, take... according to Sony? According to Sony. I, uh, according to Sony. You said, Microsoft. you said Microsoft. Well, yeah, well, I'm drunk too, so... Um, so, uh, and I think that goes along with... Did you, you know, pre-order yours yet? No, but it's on my Amazon wish list. Um, <laughs> Fucking I'm go- I'm, I'm, I am going to get it. I, I wrote that, if you go to Throne Controllers right now, I wrote an article about it, and I think in the first three sentences, I say, I don't like the name, but it's not going to stop me from buying it. I mean, are, you sh- are you sure you didn't say, I'm a tool, I'm a tool, I'm a tool, I bought it? I didn't buy it yet. Oh, okay, you're not a tool yet, Okay. Um, that's fine. You know, uh, I'm, not, it's, I'm not. I'm not anti Sony. I'm the the only reason I bring it up is, do you play your DS? Do you play your PSP? No, I don't play the one. All right, but I I would have to go someplace to play those. <laughs> and 
Yes. It doesn't work doesn't count. I must. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's all. Anyway, so yeah, the, I think the reason they went with life is if you look at they have um, a lot of different things in, in, in PlayStation that have this no, no. life live no nope. you know, go type of. They have bad PR department. Is what it is. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say that after the after the outage and the the PR the way they handled it. I, I'm going to have to agree with you that they have bad PR, but that's a whole different story. Um, it's actually probably some girl's name at the office is Vita. <laughs> the guy's like, "Look, it's got a touchscreen like Vita's." You know, I'm not sure that would get past human resources. Trust me. There's a lot of things that I should say that shouldn't get past HR. Okay. But anyhow, continue about your Vita. As as you slowly dwindle your job away. Um so the the I'm gonna call it the, the Vita, Sony Vita, um, is gonna come in actually two versions. Uh and surprise to everybody, the the first version is going to be the Wi Fi only. And that's going to be uh, at two hundred fifty dollars. Now Wait, I think did, Sony. Did you, say, did you say surprise to everybody or surprise to nobody? No, surprise to everybody because everybody thought it was going to cost a lot more and wasn't going to really? be the same price. Yeah, because it, the the 3ds is is two fifty, but Sony both are is, overpriced. So yes, but Sony always says you know comes out and says, well, the reason ours is. More expensive is because it has better tech, newer technology. Nintendo always takes the the road that yeah, their technology is a little bit older, but they it's it's affordable. Blah blah blah. Um, okay, that didn't do too well for Sony this year. I mean, this console generation, by the way. Well, I mean, when it came out, I mean, when they were developing it, and I, you're getting me off track again here. I mean, it was coming out with Blu-ray that was brand new. No one had it. Uh, they the original system specs had that with. Uh, I'm not saying they didn't have a reason to charge more. I'm saying that charging more made them lose to 360. Yeah, and I, I think in the end, I think we'll have to look back and see how that worked. I mean, 360 had a year jump on them. They also had the HD DVD, I mean, technically. Yeah, but uh, I own one. I don't use that either. I don't use my Blu-ray either, so there you go. Right. Well, you do when you play games. No, well, that's no, I don't because I buy them on the, on the store and download them. <laughs> Well, then you you are in the future. Welcome to the future. I am the future. Welcome to the future. The future is now. Um, right, so, it, what is this Vita? I don't care about the prices. Okay, there's a there's a two fifty hundred. Right, two it's models, two fifty for the Wi Fi, three hundred consoles for the Wi Fi and three G. Um, but the three G you'll you'll have to get an eighteen cut. AT and T contract, which if you if you listened at the conference carefully, people booed <laughs> when they stated well, that. I already have an ATT contract, so no, you have to get a separate one. That's a scare. Yeah, well, um, I don't mean to offend anyone out there. Yeah, um, so you meant it, meant it makes you happy. Yes, totally. Yes, um, so I, I will probably be picking up the two hundred and fifty because. If I'm going to be playing somewhere, it'll probably be a Wi-Fi zone. If not, um, the only reason I need the Wi-Fi is to you know download games and stuff. Uh, and I guess if I was going to play with other people, but since I don't typically play a lot of multiplayer games, I'm a single-player guy. 
Um, I don't think that'll be a problem. Um, one of the things that's got me most interested is the rumors that they might bring trophies to the NGP I'm, or Vita. I'm, and uh, if that's true, that I will play that a lot because um, because I, I like trophies. And yeah. I know they're, they're pointless, you know. I would like a picture penis. of you playing your Vita at your couch and then in front of you though is a fucking huge large screen TV that you're not using while you use a tiny little touch screen that's the picture I want okay well you know what when I, how about this you buy me the Vita and I will send you that photo no 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 I just want I know that that would be the, not the fact that I'm pointing out that you're wasting your money because you're playing it at fucking home oh is that why you said that oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I just wanted a nice shot of me, you know. Yeah, usually I just want to see you my uh, there, Batsy. You know, the background. Yeah, hopefully a thong. No, no one wants to see that. Yeah, no. Okay. Anyways, Bats it comes with, uh, as opposed to the PSP, it's coming with dual analog sticks, uh, which everybody was psyched about because uh, the other systems have been gimped without it. Uh you just wreck the gameplay completely. Everyone's used to using the dual stick, so why not put it on there? It's going to have a, a five-inch multi-touch screen, uh, so that's that's on the front. That's going to be good. It's also going to have. Does it? Do you know? The, do they announce what the res is? On the the multi, it's going to be an OLED. I don't. I don't have that in front of me. Uh, I'm sure they probably did somewhere. Um, it's going to have. Front and rear touchpads. A lot of people saw these uh, in some of the tech demos. And then also it's going to have front and rear c- cams. So I think that's taking a note out of Apple's book with the front and rear cams. Just so you know, that's 960 by 544 is the res, which is a 16-9 ratio on a 5-inch screen. Uh, great. Hey, there's some people out there that, that means something to it, uh, this is what I want to hear. Is the picture good? Yes, good. It depends on the game developer. They can have the best screen ever and they have fucking horrible graphics. It's true. I've seen some pretty bad games <laughs> from Microsoft. Yes, because Sony's never made a bad game. Even though Sony doesn't, and Microsoft don't make all the games. So, the one thing that looked really great was the Uncharted. Charted uh, three. Wait, uh, wait, we're we're done. We're done talking with Vita. Well, yeah. Did you mention that it has the rear touch pads and the cameras? Yes. yes. Was I not paying attention to what you were saying? You were not paying attention. Quote. Let me. Re- I'll rewind it for you here. No, that's okay. It has front and rear touch pads, and then I said it has front and rear cameras. I think ah. they're taking a page out of Apple's book, and then you. Were <laughs> I, I did. I did hear that Apple's book part, but I thought you were talking yeah. about the, the... No, but that, that's the point when you interrupted me and started talking about... Resolutions. Uh, resolutions. <laughs> um, right. Well, wait, before you talk about the Uncharted 3 trailer, I have heard good rumors about the Uncharted some kind of game title for the Vita. Yeah. They're, they, they're, they haven't given an official title for it, but uh, there is going to be uh, an Uncharted game. Any other games announced for Vita? Yeah, um, there's going to be Bioshock. Oh, yeah, that's why I have to buy it. Yeah, that's why you have to buy it. Uh, the v. Little, uh, little Big Planet, they're going to have a specific uh, Vita uh, version. And Super Stardust, uh, Delta, 
Um, if anybody played that on the PlayStation, it's a great game. Uh, Hot Shots Golf. So um, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be a, a really uh, a strong lineup at launch. Um, you know, I definitely want to play Bioshock and I definitely want to play the Uncharted game. So um, I know I'll going to get it and play those games. And I know because it has a Bioshock game, you will have to buy and play. Or I can steal yours. Yeah, well, that that that's a possibility as well. But you have to pry it from my cold dead hands. That's fine. Okay, as long <laughs> as you're okay with that. <laughs> All right, so now we can move on. Now we can move on. Now that you answered the question, I appreciate it. You know, it's 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 guys like you that just keep this this podcast moving. Without you, it would fall apart. It would. We I would know what to say next. Without like, me, without me, it'd be dead silence. Yes, maybe we should have a silence just to respect you. <laughs> All right, now now move on and talk about this Uncharted 3 trailer that you're so excited about. It, it looked fantastic. I mean, the the I mean, obviously the uh, cutscenes um, for those of you who like it look look fantastic, but the gameplay also looked unbelievable. Uh, all all your favorite characters are back. Even the, even the dead ones. Yes. Well, it's funny because if, you know, Drake is one of, has to be one of the most notorious mass murderers on the planet if you count the number of people he kills. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you're an archaeologist, it's okay. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Which he's I guess. A, he's more of a treasure hunter. He's he's not really in it to preserve history. I mean, in some, some cases he's, but he, he, he wants, he wants the gold. Well, as you, as you know, I've never played it, so I, I can't speak much about it. All right. Well, you know what you should do? You should go out. You should get Uncharted 1 and 2, play those, and then you should play Uncharted 3 because well, it just gets better and better. <laughs> I will most likely play it eventually. I just have other games to finish first. Fair enough. That game is going to come out. Uh, it's coming out this year. It's coming out... 11 1 2011 so 11 11 1 11 1 11 some, unless you're in the UK then it's 1 11 11 it's it's five ones in a row regardless of where you are in the world well unless you don't use our calendar and the Mayan calendar maybe not no yeah um so hopefully they'll stick to that date they've been really um advertising it a lot and generally when uh, Naughty Dog does that. They stick to the date. They don't push it back. Uh, if they were uncertain about it, they would say coming, you know, holiday. It will be out when it's ready. How many times have we heard that, Duke Nukem? Hey, it's out next week. Uh, I won't. I will believe that game exists when I am playing it. Until that day, that game is a fantasy. Oh, I've played the demo. Yeah, oh, you know what? There was a demo for the, all the other versions too. I think some people played. I there's there's guys who went to E3s that played it. Yeah, that's true. I, I think they should this. take every version of that game that got built and then got scrapped, and they should just jam it into a disc and put it out there as as I don't care if it crashes halfway through the, at, at the end of a like a part of a level or it something. Should, it should, I want to see. It should be an Easter egg. Um, like when you're in Duke's uh, mansion, you can like find like his vault of the old uh, builds. 
just a, a waste basket with crumpled up yeah exactly drawings on it nope this, no <laughs> no all right, all right. They should have started off instead of with him pissing, with him shaving a giant beard. <laughs> so I know, I know you're um, very, uh, you have more Sony uh, love to spew forth. Yeah, I mean, besides um, the cross-platform games like uh, the Battlefields and uh, the Mass Effects, uh, the PS3 for those specific games, getting some exclusive content, uh, Battlefield 3, uh, SSX, and Need for Speed. We're going to do some exclusive uh, content for them, which is, um, you know, even though even though I'm going to get it, I don't know how I feel about exclusive content. It's probably the same way I feel about exclusive store DLC. I, I want I want everybody to be able to join these games at launch with all the content. So I'm not sure how I feel you about know, it, even though it's for the PS3. It, it depends on the, the exclusive content. If it's just like a weapon or something, then it's no big deal. Um, I, know, I also don't mind if it's like, I don't know, like a, a small little side story. But if it's like part of the main story, that that would be a... a yeah, but I'm, see, I'm a completionist, so even if it's a side story, I, I need that side story. Except you, you never completed uh, Alan Wake. I completed it, I just didn't play the DLC. Same. So when I finish the game, there's so, no more... But I'm saying, if you're on a system that doesn't have the exclusives, you can still be a completist because you can still complete the game that you have. I I suppose. Your logic. There so, you go. All right. Anyways, also um, coming out is uh, it's been this has been this is starting to feel like Duke, Duke Nukem is the uh, Ico Shadow of Colossus collection. Uh, it's dated for the September. Uh, people have been probably mailing in letters and gnashing their teeth trying to get these two games remade. For the PS3, um, Shadow Colossus came out on the PS2, and it was a it was a really great looking game. Um, Ico, uh, you know, I'm gonna say this, and uh, I might get thrown off the the Sony fan bus. I, I didn't get a chance to play that game when I went by. By the time I uh, really realized it was around, I, I never got a chance to play it. So I'm actually looking forward to getting to play that game. I um. By the time it was out, it was old, and uh, I kept hearing it was great, but there was always so much, so many more new games to come by. So it's just one of the ones that, that slips through the cracks on me, so I, I'll be excited to play that again. I agree with you, actually. I'm I need to play either of them, and I'm looking forward to actually yeah, playing and, both. And the best part is that it's coming out as a budget title. So two games, um, and it's only going to be 40 bucks. Actually, right now on Amazon, it's thirty eight ninety nine. See right there, dollar savings, boom, boom. Right now, though, the release date's set for December thirty first, two thousand eleven. You've mentioned uh, Amazon twice. I think they, if you say it one more time, they owe us a check. Awesome, booyah! You just said you got Duke Nukem there, and now you did. You told what the price was for the Eco Shadow Colossus Collection. I love my Amazon. Ching. And uh, another game that came out just like Microsoft, was another 4, Sly Cooper 4. Now, we all knew this game was coming because they had the Sly Cooper collection that came out um, several months ago, and that was uh, 1, 2, and 3. And then if you beat all three of the games, you uh, got uh, kind of a, a sneak peek, uh, you know, uh, a teaser that there was going to be a, a Sly Cooper 4. So when they announced it, it wasn't a big surprise. 
it looks like a Sly Cooper game. Um, and I played the <laughs> I, I played the collection, and and this is funny because this is from the same company that makes Infamous, and the some of the climbing and jumping is you can see it in both games. It's it's yeah, the yeah. same mechanics, but I I just you know maybe I didn't play them at the right time, so I don't have that nostalgia. I'm just not I'm not really uh. I'm not really looking forward to it, so I, I guess I'm gonna have to wait and see more on this game and see, you know, hopefully they they do something different and it's not just a, another uh, ready iteration of, of of three or something like that uh, because uh, the first one was okay, the second one was probably the best of them, the third one was just kind of ridiculous, and four, well, we'll see. So, see how it goes, and and then they also pretty much laid out this talked about the same games all across platform games that Microsoft talked about too that everything yeah, yeah. about Mass Effect and all that stuff um, which is great I mean uh, Mass Effect is probably one of my most anticipated games of now 2012 um, you know it's going to come out early and uh, well oh there was the one thing that both of them announced uh, actually I don't know when it got announced um, Battlefield 3 is out in October this year uh, all the dates used to be pointed to next year, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, but the problem, uh, I'm just shooters. I feel I feel burnt out on them. I'm, I just feel really burnt out on them with uh, not with Battlefield. Modern Warfare's and, and Battlefield. No, nah. not with Battlefield. Modern Warfare, yes. I actually do not watch any Modern Warfare stuff from E3, <laughs> but Battle Battlefield, I hug it. So Modern Warfare three, apparently. It's it says it's World War Three and uh, yes. the war is everywhere. So uh, it's it's, it's we, in Paris. We, it's in New York. Do we have to really talk about that? No, we can skip over it. But Battlefield Three. One of the things that uh, that will get me to buy this game, even though it is a shooter, is the fact that if you get Battlefield Three on the PS3, it's going to come with Battlefield nineteen forty three. Um, that is the no forty three. It's the downloadable game they made for oh, the, consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cut down version of yeah. Of, no, I, I have it for the three sixty. Yeah. So, um, and I never bought that originally because I had forty two on the computer and played it a lot and I loved it and just sit and play Wake Island until three o'clock in the morning. So, um, I, I'm looking forward to you know getting a great shooter and then also having. You know, a game that uh, it's going to be good to, to go on, and, and I, one of the few games I think I'll actually play online. Um, you know, if there's anybody playing it at that point in time, I just, it'll be a shame that I can't kill you. Well, buy it on the PS3, no PS3, and I, you, you or just go buy the downloadable game so you can shoot me in the head. All right, one of the one of those things will happen. All right, so now the last the last big guy, the big. Oh wait, what, what, so what was your ranking on this uh, announcement streak? I give him a four. Four, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was stuff I, I heard about before, and uh, overall, it was well executed, but nothing shocking. There was no new skew that I was like, "Oh wow," you know, really excited about. Um, that I just couldn't wait to get my hands on. Um, I don't know if you remember if when, was it last E3 or the E3 before that Microsoft showed this great trailer for this game uh, what was it called 
uh, I can't remember now. All I remember is the trailer was, and and I would have to look it up, was uh, a, a guy he was coming out of the office building. It was looked like it was probably New York. This giant earthquake hits. Alive. Alive, yes. That's the name of it. And, and Sony showed it. Sony showed it too, yeah. I thought it was an Xbox exclusive. I didn't think so. Oh. Yeah. Well, regardless, it looked really promising. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Is that, I was wrong. It's called I Am Alive. I Am Alive. And it's uh, targeted for PS3 and the 360. Okay. And and the Wii, apparently. I haven't, Windows. Heard, haven't heard anything about that game. No, it, I've heard about it being talked as it, it was put in limbo um, while they focused on some other... Because it's by Ubisoft, Shanghai, and they're... Uh, they were focused on something else for a bit, so like it became a backburning project. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I want some, I want new IPs. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I that I am a live game looked phenomenal to me. I, I was pretty, pretty excited about it. You know, I mean, I, just look at how much press the, um, the Dead Island game got. That's a new IP. It's, it's, it's zombie, so it's not even that. Uh, that much of a uh, gamble. I don't think the game got pressed because it was a new IP. I think it's because the trailer was freaking awesome. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty artsy, but it it didn't represent the game at all. No, it didn't. But I'm saying it. it I think that drove more press than the fact that it was a new IP. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't even mind a, a reimagination of an IP, like the Batman Arkham Asylum that came out. Was it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah, Batman's been around for a long ass time, but the way they did that IP, they made a new IP kind of almost, you know, like the, it was an original view of the IP, and I think yes. Mike just died. No, <laughs> I actually, I actually just whacked my headphones into my mic. That's oh, okay. Right. Um, so anyhow, as as finally talk about the big, the big, the biggest announcement of E3, I would say, the biggest and. The biggest in many ways. You know what? Size and what you have to hold in your hands. Yeah, and also, I have to say, the most ballsy, frankly. Uh, I mean, seriously, okay. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah, at least say what I was going to say. Nintendo announced Wii U. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Which is another stupid name. Which I found out that it's supposed to mean it's Wii but you can you'll play it. It's it's more targeted for solo playing versus multiplaying. So now it's you. Oh, you mean with because uh, the Wii had such a vast online gaming experience? It's not online. It was it, a lot of the popularity of the Wii was because you had people over to play with you, and you'd only play it when you had friends over. So Wii U wants to bring it back to you'll play it with friends and with yourself. So you right, play, play, play with yourself. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So trying to teach kids again how to get their hands all hurt, hairy. So, how would you describe the controller for the Wii U? Just a simple sentence. iPad with buttons. I was gonna say an etcher sketch. <laughs> but it's it's kind of no. It's okay. enormous. It is big. It's as big. Look as, at the, uh, look, if you look at the picture, it. it's got the two but it's got the where the two analog sticks are. They look like the two knobs. It looks like an extra sketch. It doesn't look like an extra sketch. I think it looks like an iPad with buttons. Personally, I, so anyhow, the new the new the new Wii U. It's going to have HD quality graphics. They say 360 PS3 com, uh, comparable. I think they should have went a little higher than that. Personally, they should have pushed the envelope. 
That's uh, not what Nintendo does. I don't care what Nintendo does. Yes, it is. The NES was better than uh, other systems at the time. Now, this is the first time Nintendo's going to be first to release with a console since the original Nintendo. I understand. I'm just saying. Anyhow, so they, they're pushing them. They, they put up the HD that everyone's been asking for. Um, but it's also, it still supports all the same Wii controllers that exist currently. But the big deal of this system, other than HD, is this oversized controller, which is basically, it actually is basically the Vita, um, but for a controller of a system. It's got, you know, analog sticks on the right and left side of a big, huge screen in the middle touch screen um, and trigger images. And what what looks like, the one thing that bugs me about it that that I noticed is it looked to me that it has to be plugged into the system from all the pictures I saw. It's it's rechargeable, and I think that's what you're looking at. Okay, so that's just the rechargeable piece. All right, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, so the all right, so it's got everything known to man in this in this in this controller. So you can use it as a shield, so you can hold it up, and you'll see like arrows coming at you through the screen, and you can block them. Uh, they talked about how like you could be in uh, a room doing detective work, and you have to actually move the controller around your own room to find the clues. Um, it's got the touch screen, so it might just be managing your equipment for when you're doing an RPG. Um, it might be just a map of where you're at doing an FPS. Who knows? So uh, this that sounds great, but I've heard this before. One, this controller is pretty much seven inches wide by uh, almost uh, almost eleven, ten and a half inches long. It's it's huge. Um, and when the PSP first came out for Sony, they said the same thing. They said, oh, you know what? We're going to have it link up with uh, the system, and it's yeah. going to do these great things. You're going to play a racing game. It's going to be a rear view mirror. It's going to be a map. It's going to be all these things. And they never did those with them. Because, yeah. well, you know, but this, I mean, this is obviously going to build for that. But do, do I really want to be looking down all the time? No, I I think the biggest problem is it actually suffers. My biggest problem with the DS is that the second screen, in some games at least, becomes a nuisance. It's like oh, I don't want to look down there now. I want I'm trying to focus on what's happening up top. And I, and, I, and, I, and I, there's a fear that that will happen. And I, there's also a fear with even the game that said like, oh, you can use it to block the arrows. I don't want it to pick up the screen in front of my face when I'm trying to look at the screen that's behind it. You know, it's like I don't know. It's it's removing. I don't know. Of course, it could just be that I'm fucking old man, and you know, I'm used to just one button and a controller. But it does look like it's going to be very odd, and it, and to me, it's, it's going to be a controller where I um, maybe if you execute it right, it is phenomenal and awesome. But if you don't execute it right, which is going to be harder to do for a developer, it's going to make the game blow. And right, do do the are they going to take the risk? Are yeah. developers going to take the risk? So I feel that. There might be one or two or three games that make that controller be awesome for their games. But the majority of, of shovelware that's going to come out or sequels that come out are just going to be like um, plugging in pieces like, like, like the Kinect uh, thing that where you can blow up your, your um, upgradable weapon and, and swap it out. So you can do it all on that screen. But it will be doing like a pause part of the game. So it wouldn't really matter, you know? So more or, gimmicky. Yeah, and, or like you have to break a lock or something. So... On your screen down there, a touch screen uh, mini game will pop up that you have to do 
to beat it. But what the main screen, there's nothing really happening on because you can't have both of them doing things where you have to pay attention to both at the same time. I don't think that's going to work. It's going to have to be something where mini games happen, maps maybe, inventory collection, which I, I think the inventory one is actually kind of neat. I just thought this in my head. Because like, we're not playing role-playing games, sometimes it's annoying that to pull up the inventory and see, oh, wait, should I upgrade my weapons? It would be nice to have it down there where I can kind of like do it really quickly with like a quick glance. But if I had to focus on that small screen while something's happening on the big screen, I don't see how that's going to fly. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it works out. Uh, The one thing that I noticed they didn't mention was, yes, it's backwards compatible with Wii games, but it's not backwards compatible with the GameCube games, which the Wii is. Yeah, they did say it's not backwards. Yeah, I I heard that too. And a lot of people love their GameCubes. Um, so well, I've been trying to find a copy of uh, was Eternal Darkness. Is that what it's called? Because for the for the GameCube, if anyone on that's listening has it and wants to send it to me, let me know. <laughs> I think it's called Eternal Darkness. Yeah, yeah. Eternal Eternal Darkness. Sandy's Requiem. Yes. Anyhow, it's a GameCube game that I've been looking for to buy for a long time now. I have like two GameCubes just sitting here, and that's the only reason so I can play Eternal Darkness. But anyhow, that's off topic. But yeah, I mean, the one thing that, so the only, the cool thing that I thought, the, it was an interesting thing, and I don't even know if this is true. It might have been some other reporter's uh, the wet dreams, you know? They were talking about how all the games can be played on the controller by itself. Um, where you could be in a room with, you know, you, you have the controller in your hand and, and you're playing the game on the big screen and then your mom comes in or, well, in my case, the cat comes in and wants to watch, you know, the home shop work, and shop work network or something or watch, you know, CSI. They can turn on, they can turn the game off on the TV and you can continue playing it on the small little uh, seven-inch screen on the controller. Case, you know, you know what I, I want to see? Yes, I want to see you sitting on your couch. Yes, I know exactly what with, I just told you. With your Wii controller there, your your Wii U controller. Hey, it's a with little your big different. Screen in the background. There's another girl. There's a, there's a person next to me wanting to watch the TV, and I can still game. The game that I was playing on the big screen TV. You just failed. You just epically failed. You just argued yourself into a hole. I did not argue. There's a different standard. If you if your PS if your Vita could play the PS3 games that you really want to be playing on that thing, and your wife was making you watch some stupid show, and you just want to pull it on your on the Vita to play a, like a full blown game, that makes sense to me. But playing the Vita game whenever your TV is there, not being used, that's what I'm talking about. Did did I did I mention that they said that they were going to have some of the games were going to have that ported ability. over, whatever. Yeah, where you could play them on the PS3, uh, take the save, bring it to the, the Vita, play it, and then port, bring the save back up. And- yeah, 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 but that was for, like, tiny games. So that this For Nintendo, it's supposed to be the full-blown games. Like, Well, I, that's titles. a rumor. Yes. I mean, that, that could be interesting. And I actually see that more interesting, not for me, because I will never let someone kick me off my TV to, to not let me game. I could see it, though, for, like, my sister and my nephew, you know, he might want to be playing a game, and then she'll be wanting to watch TV, so she can turn it off, and he can, so he, you know, she can turn her show on, and he can play. Or, and what would really happen is she tells him to stop playing games, so he turns the TV off, but still plays it on the controller. I don't know. So the 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 only way I can see that working is that the system will still have to be running, and yes, so you won't be able to go far. 
I mean, no, no, it, it would be like how um, it, if it worked the way I would imagine it working, it'd be like how uh, fuck is it called live? What's the what's the game? The streaming game uh, service out there? I think it's called live, right? Like game live or whatever. Yeah, live yeah. game or yeah, I know, I know, we, I know. Talk about the the one where they have the servers. And yeah, and that does all the number on live, on live. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it works something like that where all the number crunching is happening on that device and then it streams to your controller and since you're and the reason you won't suffer from the on live latency issues is because you know the system's right there doing the work and and, the, and so the, the the data transfer is really easy it's a lot not a lot of jumping through hoops to get to you I don't know by the way I don't know what else Nintendo actually talked about because that's the only thing I remember um, the only thing else that anyone, well, I mean, I really cared about was they were co- concerned about the 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 new Zelda game uh, was going to get pushed to the Wii U, the Wii U but Wii they U. said it's coming to the Wii, and they even announced that you can get a special gold Zelda controller. So it's uh, a Wii, the Wii wand there uh, with the waggle, and it's got uh, little uh, Hyrule crests on it and stuff like that. So. Um, fanboys of the game will be excited about that and collectors and whatnot. But to me, it's just like I already have enough stinking controllers. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what's your viewpoint on Nintendo's announcements? Um, I gotta give them credit for you know pulling out the system. I know some people say the only reason they announced it is because they were forced to, but it seemed like they did have some. Uh, were able to show some stuff about it so maybe they were going to talk about it anyways so it's a it's a ballsy move uh and it's definitely going to throw a wrench into the system because if they come out now and then uh xbox and playstation come out you know with a system you know a year or two from now uh you know no one's lined up anymore so that really puts a a wrench in things on how developers where they're going to spend their time building a game are they going to you know build it for the fastest system which which at launch of the Wii U will be the Wii U supposedly uh, if you know the specs uh, rumors are right or is everyone just going to take their current gen systems and dumb them down for the Wii and the Wii will the Wii will always be a little bit behind it'll, it'll be a superior system but it'll be wasted technology so I, I gotta give them a little credit for stepping out there and, and trying to make something happen and Nintendo is really usually you can see it with the Wii focuses on their first party, uh, you know, in-house development team. So they'll be able to do something with it. So uh, just like the Wii, I'll, I'll end up getting it just because I, I want to see what they do with it. And I want to see how it works. And hopefully it's not a gimmick. Hopefully it's something great. I'd love to see Nintendo re- come back to hardcore gaming and, and, uh, and have there be a little more competition and out there between all three of the uh, the systems, and maybe they could bring some new new IPs. Uh, <laughs> instead, maybe instead of just Zelda and Mario over and over again. Yeah, um, I, I'm only going to buy it for one one reason and one reason only. And I know this is a stretch, but for some reason, when I first saw that controller, I thought it was a Dreamcast. It, it you know what it does it does have that. You know why? Because the Dreamcast controller was huge. Huge, and had a little screen in the middle. I mean, it was a tiny screen, didn't do all the stuff that this one does, but it, it kind of reminds me, for some reason I saw it, I'm like, 
wow, it's like a stretched out Dreamcast controller. I should buy this. Uh, and and the fact that I buy everything. Um, that's the that's the Sega fanboy in all of us. Yes, exactly. Hey, Dreamcast was was sexy. So anyhow, what do what do you what do you think for their their whole announcement? Their like, what would you rate their whole uh, showing? You know, they they didn't. I mean, they did talk about 3ds. We didn't talk about that and all nah, the games and nah. stuff. But who cares? Um, but of course, they're just pushing that because they dumped a bunch of money into it. Um, so, I say three and a half. Interesting. You know what? I'm gonna give them a four just because the Wii U did take all the stories. Really, a lot of talk about it. It's the most. Their 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 whole showing really is what people are talking about today. Like. What they the, what people are asking your opinion about, you know, everyone kind of has all the Microsoft and Sony stuff. They all already have their set opinions. There's no there's no give and take. There's no arguments. There's no agreements. You know, it's more like, oh yeah, I know what the Vita is. It's the next generation of the PSP. You know, with a touchscreen. I know what this is. I know what Halo Four is going to be. The Wii U at least got people thinking. Like, oh wait, what if they do this? Oh wait, what if they do this? So that's why I have to give them a little more cred. Um, so personally. Fair enough. Long as this isn't another gimmick and a grab for cash, I'll agree. Yep. All right. Cool. So that's E3, eh? That is. Um, I do have to, I want to bring up one other news item. Um, and that was, I don't know if you see all sellers or not. I just caught it today, I think, or yesterday. Uh, the new stats about what who are gaming in the world is, the, the demographics came out. Um, and there's actually a there's actually a few interesting details about this. Um, now, this includes all game, not just consoles, not just PCs. It includes, like, you know, Flash gaming and stuff like that, too, and iPhone and all the handouts. Farmville? Does it include Farmville? I don't know. It didn't specifically say yes or no. It probably does, though. But right now, according to the study, 72% of people play games, which is it large. Includes, it includes Farmville. Interesting. Well, okay, that's fine. If you think, if you believe so. I guess I would want to see what their definition of playing games is because, um, you know. Anyhow, uh, that's not even a big deal. That's not the thing I care about. You know, my my three-year-old nephew plays iPhone games, so. Yeah, he plays games. But the the, the things that I thought were interesting is, one, female players increased by 2% since last year. Two, yes, and that, that increases the chances that I actually find somebody that will date me and play video games so that's really hard so that's gonna be like really really anyhow um that's not the point also the uh what the average age of a gamer increased it's now 37 years old is the average age of a gamer now that could be because all of us you know atari gamers have gotten older or it could be that we introduced all these grandmas and grandpas to gaming so that made the skewed the average but I think it's a little A, a little B. Yes. So the average is thirty-seven, which is pretty old. Um, and and the one interesting fact that I found about the females thing was there. And this and this actually might be bad for the gaming industry in general. Is what what the stat was? There's more female gamers than male gamers under the age of seventeen. Really? Yes. I'd so, like to see their sample size. The video gamers aren't for uh, aren't for uh, teenage boys anymore. Oh, again, it could be if you account phones, 
and you and uh, no, it's, I understand that. I'm just saying. And Facebook, I, I guarantee the demographic at that. Why age can't is, you let me just have that? The, there's more female girls out there gaming than I can meet. You know what? There, the world population. There's more females there. There you go. No, it doesn't help me because they have to be gamers because otherwise they'll all say you play too many video games. Oh, I'm leaving. And I'm like, fuck off, bitch. I'm that, playing some video games. Is that your uh, is that your female impersonation voice? That's my fucking bitch crazy woman voice. It's spot on. <laughs> I mean, seriously, for a second there, I thought someone had broken into your apartment. <laughs> all right. So anyhow, I think that's that, I think that covers all the news we want to do, right? Um, so I'm going to suggest something here. This is since this is our first episode. I want to take a break, and when we come back, we'll do our rants. We'll maybe talk about some classic gaming, maybe, and then we'll we'll read some emails if we have any, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll end this thing. Sounds good. All right, we'll return. Enjoy some music. Exchange insurance information with the person you've rear-ended or or whatever else you've you were doing, or if you just went and bled the lizard like I did. Yes, also peeing would be an acceptable answer. Yes, and having a tongue that actually makes words sound coherent. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so um, anyhow, um, here we are, man. This is, this is our, our my favorite time of the show. This is mm. this is where we uh, pick a topic of the week that's kind of like near and dear to one of our hearts, and we just go off on it. It's 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 our throne controllers rant, man. How many controllers have we broken in our lives? And now we just need to let it all out. So today, my uh, bats, you're the one that's doing it. Yeah, and I have to say, you say near and dear. These these things uh, near and dear. They're only dear to me because they're a stake in the heart. Well, you know, you hold the enemies closer. So I, whenever I get angry at something, I pull it in. I pull it in until I explode and destroy it. Bring them in. But wait. Anyways. <laughs> So this week I wanted to talk uh, about uh, something that's been it's been bugging me lately, and and I, I kind of touched upon it uh, throughout the the show a little bit here. Uh, and what I want to talk about is DLC, and specifically store exclusive pre order DLC. Now I don't have a problem with uh, downloadable content; great, makes the game last longer, whatever helps developers. It's this in-store DLC. The most recent one I can think of is L.A. Noir. Now, when that game came out, they had specific cases that were, like, if you had them, they would just be another case in the story. Um, so it wasn't even a side quest, per se. Now, it didn't take away from the story, but it did take away some of the gameplay of the story. You had less opportunity to uh, explore that world. And so... Every place you went, you got a 
you might have got a different story or uh, a different uh, DLC. Uh, even if between the systems there was uh, unique DLC. And as someone who, again, wants to play the whole game all the way through with all the content, I feel like this is uh, a way to either grab people to pre-order it or uh, appease these uh, retailers. Um, but all it does is it really it more alienates me. Um, so uh, w- w- yeah. are you talking specifically about DLC that's like – I pre-order something, I get it, and if you don't pre-order, you don't get it, or is it even DLC that you like? You have to buy that it's you just have to buy. I, I, no, I think it's 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 the DLC that you go to the store and or wherever, and you order it at, at wherever you get your games, and they say, okay, you get this particular add-on because you ordered here. Maybe it's a weapon, maybe it's a story, maybe it's a uh, whatever it is, but it's only specific to that store now. A lot of these these companies have, have been catching on and then le- you know selling this stuff later. But when I get a game, I get a home and I, I play it pretty quickly. So by the time they're like, hey, okay, now we're opening up all this DLC to everybody, I'm done with the game. I'm not going back and I'm not going to spend $5 to get some extra DLC that because I didn't order it from Best Buy. Uh, I see what you're saying. So, you know, I... I order my games from the same place consistently and I get whatever that DLC is but I miss out on, on this other stuff and, yeah. I, and I, it, I, with LA in the War there was people on eBay selling their DLC codes for like 50 bucks people were buying them that's that's how bad it is out there that yeah, people I, really want to get all this stuff well yeah I, I have my mine usually I haven't recently had this issue but there was times when um I think it was Modern Warfare or one of those games, I, you know, one of the FPSs where if you got it from Amazon, you got X. If you got it from GameStop, you got X. If you got it from this place, you got X. But none of them were the same, so it wasn't like you got the same thing. So if you really wanted to get all the different DLCs, you'd have to pre-order from all the stores and buy it multiple times to get it. And and then so you come to that point, you're like, well, which DLC do I like more? You know, and then you have this, and it's not the price that's making you purchase it from the place, but what, what the different DLCs are. Um, of course, for me, it just became to I hate GameStop, so I don't care what your DLC is. I would buy it from Amazon. But kind of the same thing you're talking about, I believe. It's it's and it's not just to me like extra cases or extra story. I actually get annoyed that I don't get like the cool gold gun because I didn't pre-order it from GameStop, or I don't get the like the cool gravity gun. Or, uh, not gravity gun. Um, what was that Mass Effect gun you got? Uh, like a black hole gun or something, I believe. So, yeah, I'm not sure they had all bun- they had a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah, oh, I just, yeah, I think you got a gun at GameStop, and you got like Amazon. You got an armor, a special armor, and it, yeah. it was it was just like I'm like really like I I don't mind if it was for armor and stuff. I'm talking about here, not not like stories, but like all right, if you bought it from here, you get this. But in the game, if you you know do these missions, you also will get it. You know, like you can still get it, you just don't get it right off the bat. Yeah, or or say okay, there's a pre-order, but it's for everyone. So yeah, we're gonna re- we're gonna reward early adopters, the people that that say yes, I've done my research, I want this game, and are are paying are saying are essentially giving them the financials up front before even the game's released, saying yeah, this we have this many pre-orders, so we know you know we're gonna do this well. Uh, rewarding those people for that fact, I, I don't I don't have a problem with with that per se. It's it's the, the, the exclusive uh, yeah. 
stuff. Uh, it just it, it just really comes down to to that being you know annoying and 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 I just don't think that you know people are going to keep you know they're just going to start ignoring it and uh, I don't think it's going to help. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely see where you're going with that. I I it is an issue. It is definitely an issue that someone needs to solve. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hell, I'm I'm like. I can even imagine the next Modern Warfare that that stupid elite thing. If you sign up for that subscription every week, every month you'll get a special gun that no one else can get unless you have the subscription. Yeah, and, I think so, that's, and if that's, that happens, fuck Modern Warfare. Well, especially if it gives you a game advantage. Now, if it's just a cosmetic, maybe I could fly with that. But if it's specifically a more high-powered gun or anything like that, yeah. then people paying for an advantage in, in a game that that's just I think that is just right out, just money grubbing, uh, uh, of a thing. Um, but you know, I think what we I, I'd like to hear from is is from the listeners. You know, so in in the comments uh, of of this, you know, what what does this piss you off? Is this something that you want to go away, or is this something that uh, you know you guys don't have a problem with? And that uh, Case and I are. are are just a bunch of uh, uh, whiners. Well, so, and, and if you do have a problem, then I, I'd like to know what you think the worst DLC uh, pre-order DLC ever was. Like that you that you that made you upset that you couldn't get it because you're buying from somewhere else. Um, or even even like, yeah, I would say that like, oh crap, I really wanted this, but I didn't want to buy it from GameStop, you know, or or something like that. Like what 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 if you don't like this? What was the worst? Yeah, true. Definitely. Definitely. And also, I would say leave comments, but also send an email to uh, podcast at thronecontrollers.com because that pops in my face better than comments. Yeah, I mean, uh, send it in there. We, you know, if it's a, if you got a good point, we'll bring it up next week. Also, you know, send general questions. Uh, we'll read them. We'll read the, the best ones on the air. So, yeah. Um, so, this is a new feature we're adding to the, the podcast, and it's kind of odd to say new since it's the first episode, but um, we have a lot of hidden episodes you're not aware of. So we decided that every week we're going to pull out a classic game and just talk about our feelings about that game. Um, and this week, I think, uh, Bats, you picked out the game that you want to bring up, so uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go with it. I did. So I was thinking back um, to when I was a kid, what were some of the games that – I really have a fond memory of as a as a classic game, uh, and one of the ones that really popped out that I would would enjoy playing today, that uh, was available on multiple systems, uh, was Jackal. Uh, now, uh, this game I originally played it on the NES system, but it was available in the arcade, the Commodore 64. The PC um, now most recently it's uh, I think they've done some flash versions uh, and the X uh, BLA uh, game room. Uh, the game originally came out in 1986 and uh, it was a game where you you powered a jeep either with uh, yourself or, or two player coach uh, couch co-op there and uh, you had a machine gun and then uh, a, gr- a little grenade that you would throw out of the, the, the tank. Um, I'm not sure who was throwing it because you could never see a guy. Yeah. There was no animation for it, but it was. Uh, there was also um, 
You can also upgrade your jeep as you play to missiles and some other weapons. Right, right. As you play some along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and as you went through the levels, your goal was to rescue these POWs from uh, these various areas, and they would get into your jeep. And then at the end of it, you would reach kind of a uh, extraction zone, and a helicopter. You, you, they would get out and they'd get in this helicopter. And I remember playing this this game. It's you know it's the classic. Uh, almost a uh, run and gun type of shooter. Uh, it, it actually might have been my first uh, coach, uh, co op, couch co op game of choice. In fact. Definitely. I mean, I, I probably uh, played this on, on the NES. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much, but enough where, you know, even though back in the day, you know, games were a lot harder and you could only make it through a few levels. You gotta uh, put those quarters in. I'd keep I'd keep playing the same level over and over and over again. Oh yeah, I love this game. I love I love every aspect of it. It's actually like it's like a, a simpler version of Akira Warriors. Yeah. So I mean, overall, it was um, it was, it was a great game. Uh, if if you haven't played it, you can you can get it on mobile phone or XBLA. You get on the mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. They came up with a mobile phone version. I know out there there's some uh, flash versions. Um, I'm sure there's other ways to get it, uh, but, uh, you know, if you've got an original, uh, NES or one of the new top loaders, I, I'd say go out and try to, uh, go to a yard sale, pick it up, or even if you have the ability to go to a, uh, an arcade that maybe has the original one, uh, play this game. It's, it's a fun game. It's fun even now, so, um. No, I, I fully agree. Like, I'll admit, whenever you first said Jackal, I, I did not realize what game you were talking about at first and then I like just put up a video and I heard the, the, the startup sound I'm like oh yeah. my god I know this game yes <laughs> like, exactly it's like if it was my ringtone it'd be awesome <laughs> it's yeah the music for the first level when you get dropped off by the helicopter is like a con it's just you yeah. know it as soon as you hear it I could hear that from across the room and I would know what game it was yeah exactly yeah, so, yeah it's, de it's, it's definitely a game that must be played yeah so, uh, you know, if uh, anybody else has played that game, uh, you know, shoot us an email, podcast at uh, thronecontrollers.com. I'd love to hear, you know, when you played that the first time, where was it, and, and when, what you thought about it. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I think that's uh, the end of the show then. Yeah. Um, so, I guess... We want everybody to come back next week. Uh, definitely check out the site. Go to thronecontrollers.com uh, for uh, news, uh, some of the topics we talked about today and, and uh, reviews and, and even more rants about topics that generally get Case pretty angry at yeah. the world. Yeah, I was very uh, subdued today, for, yeah. for, at least for the rants. The rest of the episode, I've been a little uh, hyper. Well, that's what, that's what happens when you're an alcoholic. Hey, just because I drink all the time. Um, yeah, uh, definitely send us a, send us an email. Visit the site. Um, uh, and hey, just if you're interested, um, I'm a big 360 player. If I'm not doing the PC gaming, I'm on the 360. So my gamer tag is Seeker Shinobi. It's S E E K E R space Shinobi. Um, go ahead, send me a friend request. Uh, right now, I'll probably accept it. But eventually, when I get that limit, I'll have to start weeding you everyone out. Uh, maybe if enough of us get together, we can get all Throne Controllers clan for uh, Battlefield 3. Yeah, and uh, uh, people can uh, friend me on uh, the PS3 at uh, just Mike Man. 
pretty much put a message in there. Don't just find me. Put it in and say, hey, uh, you know, throne controllers or, or something, and let me know where, where you're coming from because I get a lot of random requests. And uh, I kind of have a rule. If uh, you're on my friends list uh, and you haven't uh, logged in in some time, I, I will delete you. So, uh, so, so there will be room. Uh, if uh, uh, if people keep coming, and so until I get a list that's that's nice and and full, uh, I'll keep doing that. Awesome. Anything else there, uh, Bats? No, I think that's good. And uh, uh, I guess we'll uh, talk to everybody next week, or uh, talk to them uh, on the site. All right. This well. Goodbye, everybody. We out. Peace. starting off our first podcast by insulting a whole demographic. <laughs> <laughs>